0: s and love train and uh, Shabaanks to start the air and Mr. Loverman that's one of your favorites isn't it?
1: <laughs> Certainly is I won't say what you were saying whilst that song was playing. <laughs> Don't
0: know what you're talking about. Did you buy that? I bet you went down to the record shop and bought Shabbbaranks, Mr. Loverman no. didn't, you?
1: didn't you? No no, I never bought a record in my life. We got given them for nothing. <laughs> yes.
0: uh, the full English Breakfast Show authorities in New Zealand have been playing Barry Manilow's greatest hits in an attempt to dislodge protesters camped outside the Parliament <laughs> building. Uh, songs by Barry Manilow being played on a 50 minute loop, along with the Spanish dance tune "The Macarena." Oh, we might have to play that later. <laughs> uh, demonstrators who are angry at COVID-19 vaccine mandates responded by playing songs such as Twisted Sisters, We're Not Going to Take It. Uh, the process started last week when a convoy of vehicles drove to Parliament, inspired by large rallies against vaccine mandates in Canada. Hundreds of protesters arrived in the capital, Wellington, to rally against COVID restrictions. They adopted the name Convoy for Freedom and blocked streets in the city. By Wednesday, their numbers had dwindled to the dozens, but they increased again at the weekends. Uh, Tactics used by the authorities to try and get rid of the protesters involved turning on the water sprinklers on the lawn where they were camped, but protesters retaliated by digging trenches and building makeshift drain pipes to reroute the water. And with sprinklers proving ineffective, the Parliament speaker Trevor Mallard settled on a new approach, blasting out Barry Manilow's greatest hits, which include "Mandy" and "Could It Be Magic," as well as the 1990s hit Macarena and COVID vaccine messages. Uh, the UK singer James Blunt tweeted about the tactics, tagging New Zealand police and joking that he might be the man for the job. I suppose that's you know, instead of firing water cannon at them and the rest of it, a bit
1: well, of Barry Manilow yet?
0: might have got some new fans, you know. Uh, Good morning, Rob and Sarah. A Valentine's request for my darling wife, Susan. Uh, Please play Romeo and Juliet by Dire Straits. And a big thanks to Sarah for not mentioning Liverpool's lucky win on Sunday. The Press Review is brought to you by PMW Côte d'Azur. Starting with the Iron newspaper, U.S. President Joe Biden has told his Ukrainian counterpart Volodymyr Zelensky the United States would respond swiftly and decisively to any further Russian aggression against Ukraine as fears of a potential invasion ratchet up. Other leaders agreed on the need to continue pursuing diplomacy and deterrence in response to Russia's military build-up, the White House said in a statement after the call between the two leaders on Sunday morning. Uh, The U.S. Pentagon press secretary John Kirby also warned U.S. intelligence indicated that the situation in Ukraine is building now to some sort of crescendo opportunity for Vladimir Putin
1: and in the connection to france a man in southwest france who accidentally blocked phone a uh, phone signal and internet connection across two communes is in a bid uh, to stop his cho- in a bid to stop his children from going online now risks 6 months in jail a fine of 30000 euros the father living in the nouvelle aquitaine is accused of blocking the internet access and mobile phone signal of the entire neighborhood across two communes for several nights after installing a band wave jammer a device that blocks out mobile phone and internet communications The man had only intended to stop his own children from going online at night.
0: The Financial Times says the stockpiles of some of the global economy's most important commodities are at historically low levels, as booming demand and supply shortages threaten to fuel inflationary pressures around the world.
1: And in the figure this morning, Green Party representatives are objecting to the budget earmarked for the Olympic Games in 2024 by the Paris Mayor Anne Hidalgo. Uh, they say that uh, the creation of municipal police is just too much.
0: BBC World Service News, live from London, coming up shortly. This is the Full English Breakfast Show, in association with Air France.
1: The Press Review. Brought to you by BMW, Mies Premium Motors, Bayern Avenue Can, BMW Store Monaco, and JPV Fréjus. Boost your business with the Electrified Range by BMW. Find all the BMW business drive offers at your car dealer. The
0: Valentine's Day Pop Quiz.
1: Certainly is. Question number one. Bon Jovi had a Valentine's number one on this day in 1987 with which song?
0: It's not living on a prayer. Why isn't it? I thought that was earlier. Well, it is living on the
1: present. <laughs> it It is, certainly is. Okay. It had a four-week run at number one in the US and number four in the UK. Now, question number t- two. On this day in 2008, Oasis singer Liam Gallagher married his long-term partner, the ex-All Saints singer. Nicole...
0: what's-her-face? Adams, is it? No, Nicole Thing.
1: Thing. Appleson. Appleson, Yeah. And finally... Half a point for that. Yeah, half a point. The song Love Is In The Air by John Paul Young is the song the most listened to on Valentine's Day or most looked at on YouTube, with a staggering 827% spike in views on YouTube on Valentine's Day. While It Must Be Love had a 68% spike, uh, the song was a worldwide hit in 1978. But which Sam Cooke song, released in 1961, ranked number two? you send me no
0: um what a don't know much about that one history that one what a wonderful world it would be no can't remember what the name of it is it's
1: not that one um cupid oh yes cupid yes thank you that's not the same song. that's not the same song is it no no there you go well done got that in the end (laughs) two and a half out of three Two and a half out of three. And Boys to Men came third with I'll Make Love to You. I'm not playing that. On FM and DAB Plus across the Côte d'Azur, on your phone and worldwide online. This is Riviera Radio with the latest local
0: news for the south of France. Sarah Lyce has the top stories across the Riviera.
1: A 16-year-old skier has died in the ski resort of Courchevel. The accident occurred on Saturday on a red ski slope of the ski resort. According to reports, a young skier who was skiing at great speed suffered a heavy fall after losing control and hitting a ski bump. He later died from his injuries. An investigation into the incident has been opened. Meanwhile, a 46-year-old mountaineer has died in Isle de Mille. The incident occurred on Sunday when Pascal Pompey, member of the French Alpine Club, reportedly fell to his death during a climb. An investigation has been opened to determine the exact circumstances. In other news this Monday morning, the Altmara team has been placed on a yellow weather alert due to snowfall expected in the hinterland. The warning was issued on Sunday evening at 7pm. After nearly two months without rain or snow, the region's ski resorts are expecting snowfall of between 30 to 50 centimetres. Scattered showers are expected to intensify, continuing throughout the day. The sunshine is expected, however, to return tomorrow. The Covid curve in the Altmar team continues to decline. For a third consecutive week, the incident rate has dropped now below 1,500 per 100,000 cases, a figure not reached since the end of last year. The rate in the Altmar team is below the national average of 1,780 and the department is now among those with the lowest. According to Public Health France, 118,000 new cases were identified on Saturday, February the 12th. Meanwhile, from tomorrow, Tuesday, February the 15th, the rules for keeping or obtaining the vaccine pass in France are set to change. According to the government spokesman Gabriel Attel, between three and five million French people risk losing their vaccine pass due to not having had the booster dose. From Tuesday, it will be required that you have completed your booster dose four months instead of seven months after your second dose in order to have a complete vaccination scheme and to maintain a valid vaccination pass. Some 200 vehicles have arrived near Lille in northern France on Sunday afternoon for a stopover before a rally in Brussels scheduled for today. A few hundred participants in the anti-pass convoys formed in France arrived near Lille for a stopover following their passage on Saturday through the French capital, which had seen tear gas fired and more than 300 fines issued and 54 people arrested. By late afternoon on Sunday, some 200 vehicles, cars and vans, including several adorned with French flags, had arrived at the meeting place 10 kilometres from the centre of Lille. Belgium authorities had announced last Thursday that they would ban the convoys from entering Brussels. As part of the run-up to the presidential elections in France, candidate and leader of the far-left party La France Insoumise, Jean-Luc Mélenchon, has held a meeting in Montpellier. During the meeting on Sunday, Mélenchon denounced the social inequalities in France and criticized the holders of large fortunes claiming that French billionaires have earned in 19 months 236 billion euros, that's to say 12 billion per month, 414 million per day, 17 million per hour, 287,000 euros per minute and 4,790 euros per second. He added that, on the contrary, the salaries among the lowest, such as a home help, which sees an average of €680 euros per month, or a supermarket cashier on €859 euros per month. And Mélenchon went on to present solutions, including the creation of 1 million public jobs, the 100% taxation of the part of the inheritance tax exceeding €12 million, euros, and a young student allowance of €1,065. Euros. Finally, France Transport Minister uh, has asked the SNCF to solve as soon as possible the malfunctions of its new digital application. Since the recent launch of SNCF Connect, there have been numerous hiccups, such as loss of travel documents, problems reading QR codes and even difficulty in accessing the service to cancel a ticket. In response, the CEO of the SNCF has promised that improvements will be made by the end of March. Riviera Radio, Sports
0: News. American football, the LA Rams have beaten the Cincinnati Bengals 23-20 to win Super Bowl 56. The Rams scored a late touchdown to secure victory in a tight game to deny the Bengals their first ever Super Bowl victory just two years after they were the worst team in the NFL. And the Rams became only the second team in NFL history to win the Super Bowl in the in stadium and vindicated their decision to return to Los Angeles six years ago from St. Louis. Did you stay up and watch it?
1: No, I didn't. No, neither did I.
0: <laughs> Winter Olympics, day 10 of the Winter Games in Beijing. Norway are still leading the medals table. But the big news this morning is that the French duo Gabriella Papadakis and Guillaume Cizeron have won gold for France in the figure skating ice dance. Fantastic achievement. Uh, so Norway has ten, has nine gold medals in a total of 21, with Germany in second place with eight gold medals in a total of four, and the USA in third place with six gold medals in a total of 12. Five medals today in bobsleigh freestyle skiing, figure skating, and ski jumping. So much for my Six Nations predictions, Sarah. <laughs> Uh, France topped the Six Nations table after two rounds of games and are now the only side who can pull off the Grand Slam. France won a tight game against Ireland and Paris, 30-24 on Saturday, while England are up to second in the table on the back of a comfortable 33-0 win over Italy in Rome. Who said Italy might win? (laughs) Well, I think it, it was me. Yes,
1: it was you. No, I, I watched the France match. They, yeah. yeah, they deserved to well, win. Well, it was a good game It match. was a very, well, very good game. did they?
0: Are you, are you? No, come off it. I don't know. No, there are a couple of dodgy refereeing decisions there, especially the knock-on uh, about five minutes from the end, which um, ended with France being given the penalty. Uh, and really, Ireland should have had a scrum, but uh, that's just splitting hairs, I think. Uh, Wales beat Scotland 2017 in Cardiff on Saturday. No games next weekend before the Championship resumes in two weeks' time. Uh, there was one game in the Gallagher English Premiership on Sunday. Saracens beat Harlequins 1910. Football, four games in the English Premier League on Sunday. Here are the details
2: from BBC Sports. BBC Premier League update from the home of Premier League football. Hello, I'm Paul Serres at the BBC Sports Centre. Sadio Mane and Mohamed Salah returned from Africa Cup of Nations duty, but it was the Brazilian international Fabinho who got the winner as Liverpool beat Burnley 1-0. Fabinho's match-winning goal was his fifth in his last seven matches in all competitions. I'm surprised with my, my form, but uh, I try to, to always be alive in the set-piece because I know when we score, you we, you are always confident that the ball will come to you always. So yes, I was lucky after Sajo deflection, the ball came to me. I was alive and I could score the, the winning goal. Craig Dawson scored a 90th-minute equaliser for West Ham in a 2-2 draw away at Leicester City. Ham's midfielder Declan Rice felt a point was the least they deserved. I think it's because of the
0: way you know we push each other as lads. Um, see what the manager's driving on, you know, in training, in games. You know, in my opinion, we could have been 2-3 up in the first half and the game would have looked very different. Obviously, the penalty swings in their favour and then it's a game of two halves. But to get the equaliser there at the end, you know, it was a big point for us, considering where we are in the in the table and where we want to get to.
2: Tottenham were beaten 2-0 at home by Wolverhampton Wanderers, with Raul Jiménez and Leander Dendonka on the score sheet for the visitors. Spurs boss Antonio Conte wasn't impressed with his side's commitment
1: if you go you want to to try to, to, to be competitive you want to try to, to fight for something important and uh, i said to them that uh, their only commitment is not good enough if we want to try to fight for something important
2: that win moves wolves up to 7th in the table just four points outside the champions league qualification places with games in hand on those around them meanwhile in the days other game newcastle were 1-0 winners over aston villa at st james's park And for more football news from the BBC, go to bbc.com forward slash football. BBC Premier League update from the home of
0: Premier League football. Did somebody actually say a game of two halves? They did, didn't they? (laughs) They did. (laughs) (laughs) The ultimate football cliche. And uh, Antonio Conte, he's not happy. He's not, no. no. Don't think Spurs fans will be either after that performance. Starting to look a bit desperate at the bottom, isn't it, for Burnley... Uh, Watford and Norwich they're getting a bit cut off from the rest now
1: they certainly are and have Man United got a problem with Ronaldo
0: Um,
1: apparently yes apparently he's drying up a little bit he might go back to Real Madrid that's according to Jean at the Morandi Mall well he's 36 he's 37 Is he 37? He's 37. Does that mean he's past it?
0: Just a spring chicken. (laughs) Well, in footballing terms, that's going on a bit, isn't it? But um, as we said before, he keeps himself remarkably fit. uh,
1: Have you seen that English, not football, but in the Olympics, the English skier, an ex-DJ, he's 34. No. And he's just won a a medal. Well, he's won something. He's doing very well in in the skiing. Is he? Yes. Oh, good. Never too late.
0: In the English Championship on Sunday, Swansea beat Bristol City 3 1. And in the fifth round of the Scottish Cup, Hibs were 3 1 winners over Arbroath. And Celtic beat Wraith Rovers 4 0. Finally, cricket. Australia beaten Sri Lanka in a Super Over to take a 2 0 lead in the five match T20 series. The scores were tied at 164 after each side's 20 overs. Before Marcus Stoinis hit the winning runs with three balls to spare in the Super Over. There goes the Super Over. What a pushover. Here's the marine weather forecast for coastal areas up to 20 miles offshore of the Al-Maracim in Navarre. The general situation is a depression, 1,009 millibars over the Gulf of Lyon. Uh, winds northeasterly north-easterly, force 3 to 5, the sea is slight to moderate, visibility is moderate. Barometric pressure at saint jean Cap 1,013 millibars. And the outlook for Tuesday, partially cloudy, force 2 to 4 variable winds, slight seas and good visibility. For North Corsica, winds are northeasterly, force 2 to 4, the sea is slight, visibility is good. Barometric pressure at cap course, 1,012 millibars. And the hour for Tuesday, partially cloudy, force 2 to 4, variable winds, slight seas, and good visibility.
2: Riviera Radio, weather.
0: Well, she said last Thursday it was going to rain, and it is. As predicted by Sarah, overcast with rain, moderate to strong south-southeasterly winds, temperatures 11 degrees today. That's down a lot, isn't it? Uh, Overnight lows 5 to 9 degrees, partially cloudy skies. Tuesday and Wednesday, normal service again by the looks of it, mainly fine, highs of 13 to 15 degrees. Finally.
1: Finally. It had to be, didn't it, if I can find it. It had to be about, uh, if you're panicking, it's happened to the best of us, you wake up on Valentine's Day and realise you've forgotten to buy your partner a card... Uh, But fear not, this year at least you can blame it on your mood, which has been brought on by the pandemic. Uh, Researchers have found feeling sad or stressed can make us less likely to remember to carry out everyday tasks. A team at the University of Aberdeen asked volunteers to report their mood while simultaneously having to remember to send messages at certain times in the day. The results revealed that as participants' mood changed from more negative to more positive, they were more likely to remember the task. The study is the first to show how mood can have an effect on memory in real-world settings. When you marry your lover, Are you a a cherry or a peach? Beg your pardon? It's this new dating app I was listening to on French radio. It's a a French dating app, and it's called Fruits. Fruits. Fruits uh, with a Z at the end. And it's uh, apparently experimenting, a French dating app that uses fruit-based codes to match people looking for the same type of relationship. And what made me chuckle is they've chosen four fruits. They've chosen cherries, grapes, watermelon and peaches. And depending on which one you are, it depends on what you're looking for. And apparently if you're a watermelon, you just want the one night stand. (laughs) Really? But cherries, apparently you're looking for long term. I don't like watermelons. (laughs) Well you're not one then, there you go. I like cherries, though. Oh, what is it? No, it's, uh, is it a sex with friends with sex benefits or something?
0: What are What's you? She's off. <laughs> Honestly, any excuse. You got a one-track mind. Are you up to date? The news is on the You've website. Red. Riviera Radio, like a cherry. <laughs> uh, Riviera Radio. When you marry your lover, you create a vacancy.